Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are an okay podcast about movies on themes. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. I have a great panel with me today recording live in Anthony's uh, dining room. We're in your li- we're in your house. Yeah, taking the ambient noise. Yeah. You hear that AC unit? Yeah. The podcast bought me that. You guys like it? <laughs> there is a, yeah, there's a reason why we're not at my apartment right now. Uh, so, uh, And also, normally, as you guys know, this would be Ezra's week to be on the podcast, but he has hoof and mouth disease, so he couldn't be here today. Is that real? No, he has... Uh, what's it called? It's like a similar to hoof and mouth, but you're, you get it from babies. Mad oh. cow? Yeah, it was mad, mad cow. cow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know babies are always giving you mad cow. Uh, no, uh, it's like hand mouth or hand... Hand mouth Heather? disease, hand mouth and foot, hand mouth foot hand foot mouth. Anyway, yeah, there's a disease where you get it on all the places. Does um, he have pink eye in his mouth? Yes, that's what he's. Anyway. Oh God, <laughs> that just like caused something. Yep. That's yes. rough. Yes, uh, he's got hand foot mouth disease. Thrush, so I think, is the here. word we're looking for. Oh. Thrush. Thrush sounds like a fun disease. Someone just threw their headphones across the room when you yeah. said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ezra couldn't be here, but uh, we are joined as always by at Anthony Lopez. Uh, at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. It's Mr. Anthony Lopez. Always excited to be here in my house, mm-hmm. as you know. Uh, <laughs> I, it is uh, weird to welcome you to your apartment. Yeah, I am fi- I'm, and I'm also glad we're doing this here because I thought it was time the podcast finally watched the movie that addressed the long-term damage of repeated concussions on a young, are, healthy male. Because uh, this is a film about a man raised by a gorilla who speaks the perfect Queen's English, uh-huh, uh-huh. and he can't put together a logical sentence. No, George, what tell he, truth? But, <laughs> but what he does do is slam his head into trees repeatedly yeah, over and over and over again. What you don't know is that Ape, his chef... Yeah. Secretly funded research proving that concussions don't hurt you. Yeah, to keep keep George blind. Right? Yeah. yeah, he was trying to keep him down. Yeah. Well, uh, how he got to the jungle was at a plane crash. So it's, it's true. Like, yeah, it's that's nothing true. but concussions all the that's way through life. And uh, turns out that's what women want: <laughs> hot and concussed. Um, so that's don't use that as a good example of a quote at the beginning of the show. Uh-huh. Uh, also but, joining us today at Nariko underscore Ot on Twitter, co-host of the show What's More Metal, the mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, of uh, with him and, uh, and, a, and a co-host talking about metal. Welcome, uh, Mr. Enrico Ott. Thank you so much. This longest swing in jungle history. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing. Yes. So this podcast will be the longest in jungle history. <laughs> tell us about... Uh, so tell me about what's more metal, because uh, I assume... It's mostly alloys, occasionally <laughs> it's a pure all, steel. Uh, where we're working our way through the periodic table. <laughs> mm. uh, no, uh, we started it, with the heavies, was mercury based. It's it's a uh, it's mostly a history and pop culture podcast where we decide like we pick a topic and then we decide what the most metal version of that is. Like and so metal being musical, like it's just like usually just something that caused the most death and destruction, and we kind of laugh oh. at it. We're like, oh, that's like so like if we do most metal Real privilege por- podcast. So if we do the most metal like. <laughs> Pie, we'll see if one of them killed somebody or something, something <laughs> yeah. like in the past. Sure. Or what like, is the most metal pie? Uh, I think it's rhubarb because it's made out of uh, you know deadly uh, red celery. And yeah. Like, yeah. And the leaves are poisonous. It's, it's just tart? It's just evil. I it's, think rhubarb is the most metal it pie. Is, it's That's like pretty solid. It's just like it's sour and it's uh, some jungle or sorry, it's swamp celery that poisons you. It's just <laughs> it's it's something a witch would make and then be like, oh, it's actually jungle pretty good and with sugar. swamp celery both feel racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also and the change up. 
was like, it was like, oh no, that's from a different continent. I'm sorry, yeah. swamp celery, not jungle celery. <laughs> Ooh, what, pardon me. What am I? Yeah, I would hate. I sound like my grandfather. <laughs> uh, also, that voice uh, calling out racism wherever he hears it. Uh, he's at Adam Posse on Twitter. It's Mr. Adam Posse. You know, Alex, I knew Jane Goodall, <laughs> and you, my dear. Oh man, I know Jane Goodall. That is actually a pretty solid joke. Yeah, I, I was upset. It's one I, of the two very legit laughs I had in the movie. Totally. And this is every terrible comedy, which I'm lumping this in with to begin with, we can debate. But every, no matter how bad a comedy is, there's always one joke that's good. I'd be hard-pressed to find one that doesn't have one. And I always like to think it's a separate guy who like pops up on each of those movies and writes a great joke and then leaves. This, always, is, this is that one. This is Bud's joke. I always get mad at that moment because I feel like the movie's <laughs> trying to pull something on me. Uh, I'm like, fuck you, movie. You're not a better movie than you are. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in your lane. Fool me. <laughs> I think it's just more of an odds thing. I think anybody, no matter how, uh, how good their talent is, you have them sit down and write 120 jokes. One of them will one be will okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, that's... Yeah. It goes across theory. movies. Every 120 jokes is going to be one good one. Anthony, oh, you man. have not been hitting the open mics as hard lately, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'd love to see or like a there's a joke book called 120 jokes. That's your book, and then one of them's yeah. great. Every book you sell, you guys <laughs> find that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna highlight it. You have to figure out which one it is. But instead of 101, that's what it is. 101 joke books never any good because they're missing the 19. The night to get uh, to the yeah, like the jokes always in the last 19. This is episode number 447. One good episode podcast. in the bunch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, statistically, three, There's four. Three, yeah, yeah. three or four good uh, episodes in here. That's actually not a terrible yeah. uh, guess, and you haven't even heard it, but that's probably pretty true. Yeah. Uh, there was like there was like a run of six that were pretty solid a couple years mm-hmm. back. I did 1984. <laughs> I think it was a very solid that episode. That was a fun one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this, uh, uh, yeah, this episode 447. We've noticed yeah. as many episodes as the number of Crocs stores worldwide. Oh. You know that? Yeah. That's the most depressing factoid I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, you, we have had definitely, I picked a lot. There, there were worse ones for 447. Oh. I picked less depressing what, ones. Oh, okay. What do you think the ratio is of like in the United States of that 447? You think it's mostly in the United States and they have like two in like no. other countries? Or are they really big in like I Iceland? Bet it's like like Chuck are they e. mostly. Cheese where they've died in the U.S., but they're huge in India or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that about Chuck E. Cheese? They're huge internationally, terrible in the United States now. See, like Greenland, they've just been huge in like one area. For Crocs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet. I bet Europe's going hard on Crocs. I remember when I was a little kid, I lived in Germany, and I just remember distinctively look, thinking how shitty their shoes looked. <laughs> I was, was going to say, it sounds like a German... It does seem yeah. like a German being like, Croc! Yeah. If it, if it makes it's you so feel- functional. I put it on my feet. I can just spread with hose. <laughs> this German sort of. If, you, if it makes you feel better, it is way down. It was 500 stores, 550 last year. So. Oh, yeah. Th- We're, right. winning. Yeah. We're winning. We're <laughs> winning the war. Uh, some, speaking of uh, things that some people really seem to like, but I don't understand. See, and everyone has a problem with this presidency, but look at these Croc stores falling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's because of that big tariff on Crocs. He's really helped us out. Yeah. <laughs> Senior Croc is upset. (laughs) (laughs) This week we're talking about George of the Jungle, the 2007 Mm -hmm. film. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, was that 2007? 2007. I thought for sure it was. You're shitting me. 
There's no way it's 2007. Is it 1997? There's no way this came out the year the Dark Knight did. 1997 <laughs> film. Oh, there we go. Yeah, right, based on, sorry. This Ooh, I was like, yeah. there's no way. There's we, no. Uh, Brendan Fraser was not nearly blooded enough for this to have been in 2007. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, we are there's, not as far along as I thought we were. Let's going to be honest. Peoples. There's no way in a post-9-11 world anyone was making George of the Jungle, right? This <laughs> this is a squarely in a... Yes. You know, it? those towers were still standing. It's when they greenlit this movie. I'm like, should I have rented that in HD instead of <laughs> the original SD as I did? Yeah, you got to get the good version. All right, you're right. I'm sorry. The gall of them to offer this movie in HD. I, I got pissed off I, on YouTube. I would believe this movie was made in 1987 before 2007. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's based on the 1960s animated show, as you know, of the same name, uh, which itself was based on tar- a parody of Tarzan originally drawn by a Navy cook. Hmm. On the, at his job, he drew this parody of Tarzan that got made into a TV show. And, but did he have anything to do with the TV show, or did someone just take this guy's like drawing? He somehow got because it's it, the the show was made by the people who did the guy who did um, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like his drawing well, that, got to that guy in the voiceover and the breaking the fourth wall. He was probably yeah, just yeah. like you know what. There's never there's never gonna be a joke as good as this uh, cook guy I knew. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a, I it's a fair follow up yeah. question, uh, but you can see that my reading of the Wikipedia page stopped after the first sentence. Yeah, <laughs> that has become obvious right now. And Based it wasn't really f- solid on the first sentence because you. <laughs> <laughs> I did get lost. I forgot the year. Anyway, uh, the film stars a shirtless Brendan Fraser. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and just like Congo last week, uh, people in inflexible rubber monkey suits. So <laughs> we've watched a lot of uh, gorilla suits, uh, oh as my well as CG monkeys, which this also yeah. did. We're covering both of them. Uh, this movie's the Venn diagram. In the Venn diagram between Jumanji and Congo. Yeah, this movie's the Van Dyke. It really is. Yeah, that's what we did. We watched Jumanji, Congo, and then their baby, George of the Jungle, two years later. Wait, Michael Crichton was a Navy cook. <laughs> Originally, yeah, that's what he, they called him Cookie. Uh, so, uh, why are we watching this? It's because this is uh, our last episode for the month of Jungle. Nice. Jungle. So, nice. all this month we've been watching Jungle films. What were June. the other movies, if you don't mind me? So, we did. I saw no Congos in there. Congo. Uh, Predator. Well, yes, we started with Predator. Ooh, and then yeah. we did Predator. Thanks uh, for not having me on Predator Week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you might have gotten the worst. Both of you got the worst of this yep. month. So, uh, so we had to get poisoned by a baby for me to make it on towards yeah. the jump. <laughs> for what it's worth, I definitely asked both of you to all three of the last three episodes, if you remember. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. You turned me down multiple times. Thanks for exclusively inviting an Islander to do jungle episodes. <laughs> uh, at the end of uh, Predator, uh, your friend Brandon Lyons uh, asked if I was going to have uh, an African-American person on every episode uh, in June Goal, and I didn't know which was the right answer. <laughs> there never is one. <laughs> Uh, so I passed. Uh, and the answer was no, apparently. Was so that's also, I get. would like to take this time for to thank you for not having an African-American on this episode <laughs> with me. If I could just... Thank you very much. I don't much. know if that's good or bad. I appreciate you, um, Alex. We, anyway, so... You're doing uh, good work. So it's June goal, and the way all these movies were f- were picked, by the way, is, of course, uh, people who donate to the show, we call them Meat Buddies, got to vote. Uh, so we pick the theme, and then our Meat Buddies vote. So if you want to become a Meat Buddy and vote on upcoming topics, you can read it. Read com slash Meat Buddies. Uh, and multiple people uh, picked this for us. This was a very high vote getter. I don't know why, especially because the other ones were so good. <laughs> but then everybody wrote in afterwards when I was complaining about it to say, look, we could have made you do Dudley Do-Right. 
Which is not a jungle theme, but is a yeah. worse Brendan Fraser movie. But it's not Brendan Fraser month. It'd be weird if they do write one. It would have been a strange. Yeah. I mean, you could technically say that about anything. Like, I could have made you watch Dudley <laughs> Do-Right instead. I know? feel like if we talk about this too much, they will. So let's move That's on quickly. Dudley do Wait, so next year, are you doing Brendan Fraser-ary? Ooh. For the second <laughs> yeah, it's not terrible. The, uh, the new uh, a new theme that just came in. Some uh, somebody nominated that we watch just uh, for March. We do Hallmarch and we just watch Hallmark movies. That would be fun. That's cute. It would not be fun. It would be miserable. Yeah, but it, it would be, be funny. Uh, and actually, be a long were, month. People were expo- excited that I was upset about this because, in general, the theme of the podcast is that uh, suffering equals comedy, and we've had too good of a month so far. That's it's been right. a very good month of movies, and that's not normally the case. You guys are lucky it's not worse. Dudley Do-Right. Do you think he was like contractually obligated to play that by the government of Canada? <laughs> 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 They're like, you have to do it's, something It's for like an inscription. It's like, at any point, we can call you up to Dudley Do-Right. Any Canadian at any point. How did this... What, what year was Dudley Do-Right? It had to be around the same 2007. time. 2007. <laughs> Just a few Confident years later. That. Yeah, because yeah. I think he had to be feeling... Like hot shit, because Encino Man popped, and then I, I think this movie did well. I remember yeah. a bunch of it people did, around. It, yeah. me. it was profitable. Yeah. I mean, this was also like pre, like this was two or three years before the Mummy, right? The Mummy was ninety nine, oh. so that was like man, he, he was good he was like popping then. You know, mm. Blast of the Past was big. I think uh, this came out the uh, yeah, same week as Men in Black, and so it was the number two behind Men in Black, but it was mm. a success. Wow. Men in Black, I think better movie. Yeah, (laughs) much. Uh, Also, I hate the money. Um, So, uh, and actually, people were wondering. uh, Whoa, 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 whoa! (laughs) I don't like Scorpion King. Clearly, one of the greatest films of all time. We did. We have watched Scorpion King for the show. Okay, then. Rock. We watched it for the Rocktober. No, oh, no, yeah. yeah. So we're all clear then. That's it had one the of the best like movies that there's ever 12 frames uh, scampering around, right? Or was that the end of the other one? In the you didn't movie? watch it for Dwayne the Rock Junson? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty solid. He makes enough movies. We could have two we could rock movies. Yeah. He two keeps rock ones. Every month uh, yeah. he's putting new stuff out. Um, next month for July, we don't actually have a good portman- portmanteau for it, but it's mm. super sponsored July. So we have... Uh, we're gonna tell you all about this next week, but we're gonna start by watching World or reading World War Z because somebody paid us a lot of money to read World War oh, Z, nice. and that's yeah. the just the amount of chaos that I enjoy in a podcast. So people, uh, you can pay to donate or you can pay a lot to just take over. So that's cool. Yeah, just like America, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, if someone ever gives me money, I'm going to come back and I'm going to make you guys watch George of the Jungle every week of an entire month. <laughs> oh, George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle. Month. No. Uh, that's that's going dangerously close to your worst idea of all time. Have you? Did you ever listen to that show? No. This podcast, a couple comics out of New Zealand. called. They've been on, we, we did a couple of crossovers with them. They're really delightful guys. But they watched Grown Ups 2 and did a podcast about it every week for a year. What? <laughs> it was so awful. Oh okay. My God. And, and you could hear, if you listen to the first season, the beginning, they're so chipper. And if you jump to like episode 30, they are beaten down, <laughs> unhappy men. And they would they'd watch it together and then immediately turn on the recorder and just be so bummed. <laughs> I really liked Grown Ups too. No, you didn't. It comes all the way no. around. It comes, uh, like, if you take into consideration everything, like, he just made a studio pay for him and his friends to go on vacation. That's true. Yeah. That and is, the movie just, like. the movie just starts fucking off 
so hard. So, it starts. It's it starts fucking off hard for an Adam Sandler movie, <laughs> yeah. and it it reaches a tipping point, and it's just like this is just hilarious that this, this is, is on a screen right now. This is a one watch kind of feeling that you're having. Imagine oh. fifty two watches. <laughs> Decide how you feel at the end of that. Well, that's why uh, when Grown Ups oh Three God. comes out, Nariko and I will be doing the <laughs> second worst idea ever yeah. podcast. They did two other. Se- they did a season where they did uh, Sex in the City two, which they did not realize when they uh, agreed to it that it's like forty minutes longer than Grown Ups two. It's a. Lo- it's like two and a half hours. Oh yeah, oh, it's got to have a lot of yeah. plot. You got to get yeah, through. <laughs> So anyway, of, they're great dudes. Uh, what do they have to throw heels into Morador? Why is that movie so long? <laughs> <laughs> or you guys Mount are not Doom? Throw heels into Morador? <laughs> no, like oh, but Mount Doom is better if you got it right. But yeah, still, good that's job. why. That's why the good fucking. Swing. All right, we got to get. Yeah, get I into didn't this. get it. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> like, I'm gonna <laughs> summarize uh, the film uh, George of the Jungle uh, <laughs> briefly for you guys. Uh, feel free to jump in and make corrections mm-hmm. wherever you need to. But here's what happened back in 1997. As the cartoon intro explains to us, a plane crashed in the heart of Africa, and the only survivor was a baby named George, which is a pretty rough start. His whole family died at the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie. Um, did, were they dead, or they just couldn't find him? I mean, the plane crashed. Where did they go? Did they, they showed people looking for him. Yeah, I think they though. showed people looking for him, right? Yeah. They didn't find the baby. Check the baby seat in the plane. Maybe they just did, maybe they wanted to make it to the their podcast seat. that week, and yeah. so... <laughs> They didn't want to get sick, so they're like, you know what? Let's leave right. this dirty jungle Fair baby. Enough. The so, baby seat seems like yeah. such a Spirit Airlines move, where it's like they just, four dollars off. If there's you a the tinier row for babies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, George survived somehow this plane crash and was raised by a, as we mentioned before, a, a, a gorilla who speaks the the Queen's English mm-hmm. and uh, who I will mostly refer to as a monkey because all monkeys are monkeys, and I don't give a shit about your gorilla name um, or ape. I mean, I just call him John Cleese. I think yeah, John he's Cleese. The respect voiced, for voiced by vo- voiced very well by John Cleese, yeah. uh, and then uh, puppeted. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a person in a, in a rubber suit, and the face uh, moves sometimes. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, oh, and he he's raised by this girl to be a friend to all creatures, defender of the weak. And speaking of, in the densest. 20-foot set of jungle they could possibly <laughs> find in a back lot somewhere in California. Man, if they just didn't make reference to it being a bad set, it would be fu- more fun to make fun of. They yeah. kind of like just a little bit earned that. I mean, I just love the idea. Like, this movie looks like the frame is barely being held mm, together. Yeah, like, yeah. If, if the camera literally went over an inch, yeah, you yeah, would yeah. just see wires and PAs, oh, and, yeah. like, oh, the yeah. whole facade would fall apart. Yeah, it's not a great set, but it is uh, uh, also in this jungle, in a different part of a different jungle set, a rich lady from San Francisco is airdropped into uh, into the jungle so she can find herself before getting married to a douchebag named Lyle. Great douchebag name, I will say that. Yeah, lie. <laughs> if you're writing a script and you're like, and then a douchebag shows up, what shall I call him? It's hard to not say it with like just disgusted Lyle. Yeah. And you know? Lyle shows up. Sorry Especially to all of our like listeners named Lyle. When you put Thomas Hayden Church in a, in that name, like that's a good mm. match. Like he plays that role so well in so many that different guy, movies. That guy knows how to seem like a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. Do you think this was part of what got him sideways? Yeah, because yeah. he has an extended career of playing pieces I, of shit. You know? I bet this guy drank so much after his wife, his fiance, left him for a <laughs> wild ape man. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, oh, sideways too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, every week for a year. So uh, Lyle shows up right at right as we learn about him, and he is, with his friends, two poachers who he hired to help find uh, his girlfriend and stop her from going on vacation. I guess. And uh, 
But she insists that she's not leaving the jungle until she f- climbs Mount Ape, which is a mountain that looks like, like an, an ape. ape. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to call it Monkey Mountain. And uh, uh, find, find the white savior gorilla. Uh, and uh, so the whole group goes hiking up the mountain. Eventually, a rich lady and Lyle get separated from their expedition and are attacked by a lion played by sometimes an actual lion, sometimes not. Uh, which, we, having just watched uh, Congo, not a single real animal in Congo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this combined it. So it was like a lion and then definitely not. A, like Or like the elephant. is like, there's clearly an elephant. And then this weird cartoon elephant that has the same name jumping around. Right? Yeah. I'm not yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You guys noticed? The, yeah. the elephant was better than it had any right to be. It did. The it made me question oh, what year yeah. this movie was made. Yeah, the elephant had a few shots that I thought was like... For 1997, that looks like a pretty believable CGL. Yeah. Oh, oh, I yeah. I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good, thank you. Uh, I didn't uh, ever get confused by whether or not that was an elephant. It didn't even I, match the film star. Yeah, it looked <laughs> nothing like it. <laughs> uh, so but that's okay. So the whole group, they go hiking up Ape Mountain, and uh, oh, they get separated. They attacked by the lion, and uh, even though lions don't live in jungles ever um they're really a, more of a plains creature uh but who cares lion shows up in the thing that's why they're that color of gold the matching with the jungle setting so well right <laughs> that's why lions develop that very specific it's shade just, uh, it's uh, important to, d- to hide among the shrubs yeah you're blends in well <laughs> when you have a giant mane and you have a like, color of sand in the defense of this movie they are called king of the jungle even though they've never been yeah. in jungles so Someone else is confused also, mm-hmm. but they don't belong in it. And we all know that you're actually the king of the jungle because you have a giant dick, apparently, not because <laughs> you're a lion. That was As in this the movie. movie, this movie, like there, it is, it is. Anybody, it's, it's uh, yeah. anybody can show up and just yeah. challenge the king to a dick off, <laughs> and if you win, <laughs> you're the new king. Yeah, come at the king, you best not miss. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's don't. true. Uh, so uh, Lyle. Uh, knocks himself out running away from the lion yeah. whereas George of the Jungle Ape Man now grown up with a huge swinging dick comes uh, in uh, thank you that's why we had you for your classic Adam uh, scream <laughs> and then obviously you smash your face on a tree yep. I'm not even going to say the phrase because I'm irritated by how many times I heard it by this point in the movie three times in the first ten minutes yeah. <laughs> I get it that's your joke uh, well and then Think that, but that's the 90s twist of this movie. He hits the tree with his face. What's the immediately the second thing that happens? Falls on that giant dick on a branch. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's the true. 90s loved hitting dudes in the junk. It was like one yeah. of the most go-to child gags. Mm-hmm. And this movie, he probably gets hit in the junk like a good 10, 15 oh, times. Yeah. Like, yeah, so she, they see it and it looks good. It doesn't work great yeah. anymore. That is a, <laughs> it's really, that well, barely functioning junk. It's contused the hell out of <laughs> yeah, it. They cut to a, pick, a close got a left turn in the of middle of the lion like grimacing when yeah. he hit mm-hmm. hit himself in the junk so i thought it really emphasized like even the lion who was yeah. fighting this man in mortal combat was like whoa <laughs> that looked like that <laughs> and george is a lifelong reckless swinger that junk's hit a lot of tree oh yeah i'm betting it's callous on the bottom <laughs> he could like land on it as a soft landing i think it's yeah like that it looks big because it's like oh it's it's been it's swollen and and bruised it's horribly mangled this guy just has gangrene he just has trench dick you know just just, just, oh the world one world war one disease (laughs) 
would really like to apologize to everybody who just had to think of the phrase trench dick. Um, uh, you know, boxers oof. get calcium deposits in their knuckles, uh, right? Yeah. From repeated. Oh, I thought you were you talking think, about the underwear. Or well, like cauliflower, <laughs> cauliflower ear that yeah. UFC yeah. fighters get. Oh, no. Definitely has cauliflower <laughs> junk. So, uh, anyway, he survives the face hit and the junk hit. And it's turns out it's his friend, the lion, but they like play fight for a while, yeah, so he gets tickle. to look like he saved. Yeah, they tickle, yeah. and he saves the day. And uh, then he swoops, uh, swoops the damsel up, and brings. We're just her gonna ignore the rubber tree clothesline. Oh, we're yeah. gonna gloss over the fucking rubber tree if clothesline. That's your favorite part. Bring it up, man. Talk about. <laughs> you did it. like that part, didn't you? He bounces up against the tree. There's a wrestling pro wrestling lariat on the line, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Uh-huh. Shout out to Stan Hansen. It's an old fucking generic wrestler. But he does do an elbow drop and calls it a pile driver. That pissed me off. Thank you. <laughs> that I did not like. Thank you. Well, he's been in the jungle his whole life. He doesn't know what stuff is called. <laughs> you think that monkey is going to tell him pro wrestling move names? He got pile driver somewhere. He does. <laughs> he does reference. Uh, what's what's it called? Uh, who's the boxing dude? The Duke of Kingsbury. The boxing dude. Duchess. Duke of Kingsbury, the guy who... Ah, oh, God damn it. All right. I you should know pay what? attention better. Keep going. Good swing. Uh, keep taking him. Uh, so the uh, he, sw- he swoops the damsel away to his uh, tree f- house uh, where she meets his talking monkey chef and a CG elephant that thinks it's a dog. And she's like, really not busy. So she's like, I'll just live here now. And then uh, Lyle and the poachers show up to rescue her and through well, a uh- hilarious mix-up. Let me just say this. Through a hilarious mix-up. With a lighter that looks like a gun <laughs> and a gun that also looks like a gun, Lyle shoots George in the body. That's what happens. Yeah. A hilarious accidental it was a, I shooting. I thought it grazed his head. I, he had a. It looked like it was in his chest, and then there was. That's why I said body. Generally, it looked like a chest shot, but then later he just had a small bandaid on his head. He turned out to be fine, uh, but Lyle has to go to jail, and George has to go to San Francisco. What were you? Gonna I say? was going to say we have to set up the important plot point that for some reason. The the t- the talking gorilla that raised George thinks that it's a bridge too far if she knows that he's a talking gorilla. Yeah, because she was so she would scream. Yeah, so he like pretends to just be a ab- super smart genius gorilla who can't speak yep. around <laughs> around <laughs> her, which is an interesting choice. It is an interesting, and yeah. I'll get, uh, uh, as we've mentioned before, John Cleese, terrific, uh, funny presence, even in this weirdo movie. I mm. thought that f- the physical him pretending to be a monkey was kind of funny. I uh, want to quick you uh, you've called the the ape chef a couple of times uh-huh. that sh- uh, I think it's uh, chef or what's uh, chef just means chef boss. is the he elephant I think right and then the Shep. ape chef is the elephant I think ape is called ape right ape is yeah. called ape but he did the cooking no oh. it was the chef yeah. a chef ah. is who came up with these characters <laughs> I see yeah, yeah. I didn't ah, get confused right. he was a naval it's all chef. full circle yeah, there we go uh, okay. yeah chef was the dog good good get good catch um I, the the ape did the cooking oh, okay for, that's where I was confused yeah. he was really he was yeah a chef just means boss anyway he really is just a cook um <laughs> so uh yes. the ape is just the house the house cook for uh, George, oh, okay, for reasons that are not entirely clear, that he's willing to do full time catering for uh, this guy. Come Who on, really Alex, sh- get the metaphor. 
Well, I mean, it's either that oh, would be Is in this the a wo- racial thing. It's a racial thing. Ah! <laughs> I mean, it's either that job would be outside doing the like warning bongo drums, which doesn't seem <laughs> like sure, a great that's gig either. Do. Also, how was he not able to? T- he didn't teach any other gorillas to talk, so we had a gorilla to talk to. Yeah, the house gorilla was more intelligent. Oh, <laughs> no. okay. Anyway, uh, so I'm just gonna uncomfortably s- move on. So George goes to J- San Francisco, where I'm comfortable, and. Um, <laughs> And, and this is before tech ruined it, so uh, everybody's happy. He went to San Francisco at the forty-minute mark. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just as a just a little thing there, when you're watching a movie, you're like, oh, good, a, a new complete a whole new country shift yeah. of the entire film. I was shocked at this point in. too. I was like, yeah, I watched so much Jungle though. Yeah, yeah. It's George of the City now. Isn't it oh, kind of shocking? Monkey in a City. Sorry. Isn't it kind of shocking how little time this movie spends in San Francisco? Because they're immediately back in the jungle after well, just not, a few scenes. Not quite immediately, because what first happens is. Uh, uh, George climbs the Bay Bridge to hang out uh, because Disney couldn't afford the Golden Gate Bridge. For oh, the yeah, I didn't notice that, but you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they just did the Bay Bridge. And apparently, this I did look up the stunt because I was like, this looks like actually a stunt guy on top of the Bay Bridge. And it was. And uh, it ruined traffic for several days, uh, which... It was worth it for this. Hour, it was no, actually no, kind no, of... No, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, can you imagine? You're yeah. so mad, and then the movie comes out, and you're like... Now I'm still mad. Yeah, no, no, you'd be like, oh, of co- oh, well, oh, I get it, George. Yeah, yeah. your uh. discomfort is temporary. The celluloid is forever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, and George, you know, he thinks this bridge is a jungle. I get it. Who remembers what he says to the camera? What was it like to swing or not to swing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, real swing. Real half-ass <laughs> joke. Uh, but he, so he saves a paraglider. This is what happens. A paraglider apparently got caught in the bridge, and that, and he saves him, and then that doesn't matter. And uh, George, it turns out, is in love with Ursula, the lady, and she's in love with, with Well, first him. he swings into a tugboat, and everyone goes, watch out for that, which happens repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, three times in the first minute. Um, very frequently. More concussions. Um, and then, uh, all right. So, oh, th- then there's this love triangle thing, right? So mom doesn't want her to marry the jungle man, because, uh, in, which in her defense, they have nothing in common. They just met. He's a jungle person. And I yep. don't mean that as a slur. She has not seen him without a shirt on yet. So With that's a, a big part of it. Uh, you know, oh, the mom, that's true. The mom she, always sees George in a suit or in like some kind of clothes. She hasn't gotten the full meal deal package. Yeah, yeah. You know? She hasn't seen the trench dick. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas all of Ursula's friends at some point or another get to see him all or mostly naked. Uh, yeah. And that's where we got that line from, which is when her friend shows up and sees him naked because he doesn't understand clothes and points at his cauliflowered penis and says uh, that's why he's the king of the jungle. <laughs> it's weird to have Oof. yeah it is weird to have a uh, a dick joke in the middle of that uh, kids like, movie? In the middle of a kids movie just like, I thought yeah. a lot of this humor was inappropriate for a kids movie. Does that make it better or worse? Worse because like oh. it wasn't like cleverly hidden like in Shrek there's all these little jokes for yeah. us to be like ha adults. Yeah, yeah. It was just like it was very clearly for children slapstick. Right, and she's shitty like pointing stuff. where yeah. a dick is and is like, "That's a big one," and the kids are yeah. gonna get that. I mean, I think a lot of kids were probably born nine months after George of the Jungle <laughs> came out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think a lot of moms <laughs> took their kids to see this movie and then went home and fucked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think this is like one of those movies. It was, uh, yeah, for a lot of money shots had that jungle yell. <laughs> accompanying them uh, <laughs> for uh yeah for a kids movie this really is mostly about how hot super doofish brandon fraser is so it turns out you can be like doofy and super hot 
because he's mm-hmm. good looking dude in this movie. Anyway, uh, so the Insano Man formula. People want to see a dumb Brendan Fraser yeah. trying to fuck wealthy white women. They <laughs> blast of the past. Another great example of that. that. The Mummy is another great example. Yeah. Of that. People love that Brandon Fraser character. Man, yeah, they do. Anyway, so really to wrap this up, uh, so there's the love triangle. Uh, so he can't speak; they have nothing in common. They just met, but on the other hand, big dick. So she wants to marry him. Mom says no, but then uh, George has to run away because he just got word via toucan. Oh yeah, via toucan. Yeah, he got yeah. word via toucan that ocean crossing toucan. The, the ocean the, the, crossing toucan. That the uh, poachers have captured his his monkey friend, and so he UPSs himself to Africa. Straps on a pair of Nike Uptempo 96 sneakers to cover the cost of the bridge stunt. A lot of good advertising in that scene. That one scene, UPS Yeah, UPS was very excited to put their logo in the thing that was like, yeah, we'll send people to countries. We don't care. (laughs) Give a chair. We'll treat them all right. I got nostalgic because I had the the less expensive version of those. The one with the one air bubble in the back instead of Uh, all air bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those (laughs) those Uptempo 96 are... Great looking sneakers. I knew you were gonna have. I, I knew. Have I was like, this is the part where. We're not gonna Alec, talk about it much. <laughs> this is the one part, Alex. I was like, yeah. It was pretty good sneakers. Uh, well, it is interesting, like as a because Nikes from the '90s are very popular now, whereas most other product placement, you'd be like, weird old thing. But this is like, oh shit, they had yeah. that back then. They didn't even know what they had. I don't know. No, that's how I felt. I was like, great, oh yeah, look at just running through the mud in those shoes. God, <laughs> what, what a monster. That was upsetting. He clearly should have had a sneaker cleaning I kit with I didn't know him. this movie had a plot twist when we were really following the villain the whole time. <laughs> this is so upsetting. <laughs> it's like you're watching Fight Club you all over it. again. You oh. get it? Oh, man, yeah, he wrecked those. Um, anyway, he goes and he saves the monkey, and then he gets to have sex with Ursula. Uh, and uh, through a hilarious misunderstanding, Lyle is married to a boy gorilla. <laughs> You missed that. He, no, uh, I caught that. You caught that? Okay, yeah. He gets. Oh, because you, you got to the wedding. Yeah, because he kid, straight up kidnaps Ursula. He kidnaps Ursula. Because he gets then, ordained by a cult that makes him a minister. Not how that works. But anyway, yeah. So then they're in a rowboat. She gets out. Monkey gets in. But it's dark. And he just keeps on going with the marriage ceremony. So now mm. he's married to that monkey. He made an orangutan. But, but how does he treat his shoes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. Uh, yeah, I, I like Lyle. I think he seems like a good dude. I think he's misunderstood. Um, and then, for some reason, the intellectual ape uh, be- slash chef becomes a lounge singer in Las Vegas. And then the poachers work in the same... Anyway, at the end. That's the movie. Um, Anthony. We like to start and end every, uh, well, like m- most of the way through and end. Two-thirds of the way through and end every podcast with a compliment. We call it the compliment sandwich. I'm going to have you go first. What's your major compliment for this? We've talked a lot of shit so far. Yeah. So bring us back. What's uh, one nice thing you have to say about uh, Parts of the Jungle? The thing about this movie, I just could not. I always like to look for the person who did the best work on a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or not a good thing. And in this movie, I have to say... I have never seen a movie in which the Foley artist had so much fun. Oh. Every single thing has a wacky sound effect. Like, I mean, <laughs> if you put a cup down, it's going to make like a trombone floating noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything in this movie has a wacky sound attached to it. And I just couldn't get over it. They were all unique wacky sounds. Yeah. Uh, and I like that. Fun. Yeah, I was like, this 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 person got it. Yeah. Live action cartoon. That's what I'm making. There yeah. is the scene where yeah. uh, Lyle falls face first into poo. Yeah. Really satisfying poo sound. Yeah, because I mean, because you imagine this movie is already like the laughs were bare when they probably <laughs> first screened this, and uh, it didn't have yeah. a single wacky sound. It was probably 
real bad. It's People like, panicked. Yeah. Like, and oh, so originally it just had that Requiem for a Dream song yeah. playing in it. <laughs> Weird choice, but edgy. Yeah. From yeah. the 90s? I, I think like they, they chose a different soundtrack. Uh, Adam, what's your major compliment? <laughs> um... <laughs> okay, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, I referenced uh, the uh, the Jane Goodall joke was one of the two yeah. genuine laughs I had totally. in the movie. During the fight between George and the poachers, mm-hmm. um, he's rolling with the big dude, the f- fat guy that played a lineman in uh, the program. I only know how to reference people from better movies they were in. <laughs> but, uh, but I haven't seen the program, but I'm sure that makes perfect sense. They're rolling around, and he somewhat smoothly comes up in his jacket, and I fucking popped for that. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they switched jackets during yeah, the like, fight. Yeah. And again, nice. I got mad. I was like, ah, fuck right. you, movie. You're not going to get me. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, so out of uh, 120 jokes, two. It's not terrible. Yeah, look at that. We're getting closer to an open mic. Um, uh, Enrique, what's your major compliment? Uh, Let's uh, go around the table. That's What was my major, major compliment? I, I would have to say the um, the writer did what they could, you know, and uh, and I respect that. So some respect it's, the it's, cook. It's a thin, it's a th- it's a thin premise to mm-hmm. start. So you can't go too deep, you know what I mean? You can't yeah. be like, I'm really gonna break this blood diamond industry with this movie, you know? You yeah. can't really. Take, so I yeah. I thought that the, it was it was it seemed like I it seemed like it was a lot of fun to be on set. You were like, this, who, you know, everyone knew what they were making. Yeah. yeah. And nobody took this it This is a cartoon serious. in person. You yeah. can just, yeah. I mean, there must have been constant, like, someone knocking on the writer's door and been like, hey, have you thought about saying, uh, watch out for that pipe in that, the scene? <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about saying, watch out for uh, maybe a tree in this scene? I thought that was I thought that was a euphemism when you said, watch out for that pipe. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were um, yelling that at Ursula. Yeah, oh, that'd be funny, like, watch out for that tree. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what was like? Uh, I don't know if I've actually saw it, George of the Jungle. The cartoon, like the cartoon. cartoon yeah, were I they? Seen the cartoon. They were like shorts too, yeah, right? So they, like old cartoon. The episode was three, similar to uh, uh, Rocky, and Rocky and Bullwinkle. Each show was three different shows. So George of the Jungle, the first act was a George of the Jungle sketch, and then there were two other sketch, like recurring characters. There was like one sketch with them and one sketch with them. I don't remember the other two were, but so they were very short. So you could yeah. watch George of the Jungle episodes like six minutes. So like to get that and be like stretch that out to 90 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. Oh yeah. With real people. Yeah. With real people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll do. Oh, sorry. I had a, oh, we're we doing do two. Bonus compliment? No, yeah. you, you do one at the end. That's oh, the okay. Sandwich. Okay. Then I'm right. No, you do all yours at once. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> I forgot it. Okay. There we go. Compliment go, go. Hey, Rico, what's now. more metal about George of the Jungle? Uh, oh, wait. We should do that. Hang on. Uh, we'll come back to this. Oh, it's <laughs> easy. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back. Um, so, uh, my, actually, I'll tell you, since you guys did the joke you actually like, uh, I did occasion. I, I got like maybe one or two good laughs, and both of them were from the meta stuff that the so i did like when one of them got in an argument with the narrator i love that too I thought that was a neat way to go and the other one was earlier on which i just referenced which was uh lyle falls face first into elephant dung and then then uh one of the other characters looks at the like the the guide the the their travel guide down there looks at the camera and says bad guy falls in poop classic element of physical oh, yeah, comedy yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was kind of fun. Yeah. So you got me twice on the meta stuff. So your meta game is solid. I liked very early on in the movie when the narr- like someone would die in a scene, and the narrator's like, but "That's not this kind of movie. No one dies here." That, that was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. that's that the right. fun thing to say early on in your yeah. movie. I also like the cutting off at the past they did of uh, referring to George as a fake Tarzan <laughs> or a knockoff Tarzan early on oh, in the yeah, movie yeah, like yeah. when he first pops it's, on yeah. the screen. It's like a parody of Tarzan originally, so yeah, it's yeah. like it, I like. I don't know, it's kind of weird to say like he's a low rent Tarzan, and it's kind of like like 
Does that make sense? But, Aren't you making fun of this? I mean, you got to l- kind of hang a lantern on that with this being so obvious. Like, yeah, we'll do it with Tarzan. Also, I've never here. seen a Tarzan movie, so it's weird to parody something from so long ago. I as think if a I care. serious Tarzan movie would be the only thing worse than the, like, well, I don't I mean, know. I mean, it well, was like a live-action real one. Where there was that one from, like, like, two years ago that was huge. Uh, uh, the one that, like... But that was animated, though, right? No, it was live-action. Oh, Alexander really? Soskode and... Uh, I did not. Uh, was it good? I, I never saw it. Uh, it made a bunch of money. Like oh. it, it came out. It did okay, but it was like w- women just kept going back to see it. Cause it <laughs> so it ended up having this huge theatrical run, but it was like never like in first or second. It was always in like third or fourth, but for like months, oh. it just had these crazy long legs. Uh, but yes, yeah, Legend of Tarzan. There, there was also the Disney cartoon, which I never saw, but I assume is okay. But um, you're oh yeah, the Disney cartoon is solid. Yeah. The thing you just said about women going to the theater. Shout out to Mel Gibson, by the way. <laughs> uh, the thing you just said about uh, uh, women, yeah. I think that's going to be important in our next segment. So we're going to take a quick ad break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more about women going to see this movie. Today's episode is brought to you by Amazon.com. Whenever you're going to shop on Amazon, you can give us a portion of your proceeds by going to Amazon.com. That's A-M-I-N-A-Z-O-N. The technically not against the rules, probably, way to uh, support the show. So anytime you're buying anything on Amazon, go to Amazon.com, and then your purchases for the day we'll get a small percentage of it and it helps keep us floating down the tracks. That even includes ridiculous purchases. Like if you were to buy, I don't know, two to four pounds of Jelly Bellies for consumption on the show, for example. That's a thing I've done. Uh, You can do that uh, at Amazon. Uh, Also, you can do it I don't know. I've heard of people who have to buy stuff for their companies, and sometimes they go through Amazon. That's really helpful to us. So what I love about this is that it costs you zero dollars, and it's it's good. It helps us out. Amazon is pretty big, and uh, and they don't need it. You know, they don't need to keep floating down the tracks like a ghost train. We need that. We need it. Uh, so uh, to keep Anthony's uh, apartment air conditioned. Uh, so Amazon.com. Whenever you buy on Amazon, we really appreciate it. Uh, all right, now it's time uh, for lightning bonus round. We're going into the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We're going to finish this shit up. Lightning bonus round is our mini game segment where we answer questions submitted by our listeners or play games from our bag of games. A couple things I want to do today. The first thing I want to talk about, uh, a, a couple of readers or listeners sent this along. And obviously I've assembled the perfect panel for this discussion. <laughs> is, t- is George of the Jungle the most feminist movie ever made? Now, I didn't know that that was a question when I booked this panel, <laughs> I had never seen George of the Jungle. I knew nothing about it except that Brendan Fraser is, is a doofus. Uh, and I've been trying to get both of you for a while. And, uh, and then Ezra got, got hoof and mouth disease. So I thought it would be perfect. I book you guys. Then I watched the movie. And then I read all about it. And now I'm very sorry that this is an all-dude panel. Um, we will make it up to you. Listeners, uh, we'll be very lady-heavy on a movie that's not as important in the feminist genre. But here, here's the case. So a bunch of people sent along some think pieces on this. Uh, my fair one, Rian Nan, uh, on Twitter, sent us a, a blog from uh, Miss Demeanor on Tumblr. Uh, and Missy here's, Elliott? Could be Missy Elliott's Tumblr. Is that, was that her other Missy name? Miss Demeanor Elliott. Yep. Well, yeah, it it is say. a pretty solid joke. This is... This may be Ms. Demeanor, so she used... Like, and she, she still divorced. uses LiveJournal, actually. <laughs> they got to follow... 
Um, so she writes everything backwards, though. It's tough. You have to like make it out. Is she typing in that full le- pleather outfit? Yeah. Like that's what I picture. Here's so here's the. Let me give you. I'm just give you the case from uh, Missy Elliott. Uh, so they didn't sexify Leslie Mann at all. Uh-huh. She's wearing practical clothing. Mm-hmm. She's never naked. She never falls in mud. She's never like her clothes get torn off. And every other movie set in the jungle, that definitely would have happened. Uh-huh. Uh, number two, he's naked almost the whole time, except when he wears clothes and is in a really hot looking Armani suit. And he's mm-hmm. also hot. So it's very much about the female gaze on how hot he is. And she stays in long sleeves the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Her friends talk about his dong. Or Dong of the Jungle. Mm. Um, That's a different movie. <laughs> uh, King her, Dong, if you will. King Dong. <laughs> it was almost too good to laugh. Yeah. I was so f- uh. so perfect. It, like we didn't see the work that went into it, so I couldn't laugh all the King way. Dong. That is good. Mm. So they they hit see King Dong. Um, also, there's a scene when their friends, when all of her friends are ogling him, and then we pull back and we see the men, and they're like, "Why? What is it with women and horses?" So it's like this commentary on how men don't understand what actually appeals to women. Also, Brandon Fraser, hot as fuck and constantly non-threatening. He's always listening to her. He cares about her, whereas like Lyle is always like aggressively in her space and not listening to her uh, and like telling her what she th- should think. And George is always just chilling. So hearing don't her out. do that. Yeah, don't do that. Oh, okay. Do the right. George. Be George. Uh, okay, I got it. Be the George. Got it. Her fina- her fiance is after her money. Uh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, anyway, that's about it. That's like, but it, so basically, like, yeah. this is a movie about the female gaze. Yeah, it's true. And uh, what do that you think? Is true. Is this movie yeah. feminist as fuck? I think it explains why I hated this movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I did feel like I mean, it could be a movie that's not for you. Like, if you're yeah. not. If you don't get wet for his abs, go see another movie. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, those are all valid points. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. And she included a bunch, of, I'll link to this blog post in our show notes, but she included a bunch of uh, either gifts or stills of just like the body language between Lyle and, and, Les- and Leslie Mann's character and then between George and Leslie Mann's character. Mm-hmm. And it's very telling. Yeah, I mean, it's I really do think interesting. That this is actually, I've, I've read the same piece here. I think it's, it is a very interesting piece of like film, like kind of deconstruction and like, uh, like interesting insights into this movie, whether or not that was intended. I honestly am not sure. This it is a very the, good question. The, Did Sam Weissman? Uh, yeah, in the wacky '90s Disney f- film, right. of, if that was like, if that was intended, or if that was like coincidence, or if he like thought he could sneak that in, or if, like what? Did the guy who directed yeah. D two the Mighty Ducks say, yeah. set out to make yeah. a feminist movie uh, for Disney right well, afterwards? D two's woke as fuck. Yeah, I mean, dude, dude we did woke? watch it. It does have oh, a really anti cowboy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did just watch that. Yeah. What, why did we watch D2 The Mighty Ducks? Um, because of the Olympics. Oh, it was the Olympics episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, anyway, so I guess maybe just a good point. Not a great game, not a hugely hilarious discussion, but an interesting oh, point. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. I mean, I do think that this this movie is more like. I would say almost more in the uh, like it kind of coincidentally falls into like that other Tarzan movie from a few years ago that's just like for an audience that's very underserved. This is more for kids, but I would say like that Tarzan movie or like the Magic Mike movies are a better yeah, example yeah, yeah. of that. Maybe not more of a like, positive and like sort of like a feminist message, but like much more for the female gaze yeah. than yeah. you normally get in movies. Well, I think it's yeah. something for everybody. It's like, hey, mom, bring your kids to see the movie and, you know, you can get your rocks off too. That's actually really smart. You know, I, I, it, <laughs> it, it, it struck me watching it and like, and then now it like makes more sense. But like 
when they go to San Francisco, one of the first stops they go to, well, first she puts Brendan Fraser in one of her dresses, and they're walking around. Yeah. Down, and he actually looks really good. And he's in super it. chill. He yeah. looks really good, and he's yeah. totally fine. He like. And there's care. also the scene where he puts on the it's adorable the, the the lay and the flowers in his hair, and he's like, George just want to feel fancy today. That's, yeah. That's really, he's super yeah. into yeah. And, and then, I approve of this. But scene. then they go to that really fancy like department store, and I'm like, yeah. but it was in my head. I'm like, why are they going? really fancy departments and then but now I'm like oh because it's not for me <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was pretty he was woman not. in that scene yeah. he was pre- oh he she was. she pretty woman yeah <laughs> she fucking pretty woman she did she did <laughs> also uh, when I was talking to my wife about this theory I said uh, that this movie was made for uh, the female gaze and she was like we don't call them that <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, cute. That's cute. Also, uh, uh, Eliza on Twitter wrote in, or on Facebook wrote in to say, uh, just her comment on the movie was, my daughter wanted to see this, and I was dubious until I saw Brendan Fraser in a loincloth, and then I was on board immediately. Mm. So yeah, it's definitely, that's like the that's the general feeling for it. Maybe it's not for us. Sorry, I got a panel of people to not appreciate this fully. I mean, it does go, like, uh, I think, uh, I know you're not a big Brendan Fraser fan, but I think we were talking earlier about the type of roles he plays. Like, he's so good at playing a role that any other actor playing it would be, like, a little threatening and weird. You know, like... Or you jo- can see the shame in their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, he has this way of playing, like, this kind of, like, fun, lovable, like, weirdo, but, like, mm-hmm. not threatening at all. I'm so glad you said that, because TJ on Facebook asked, uh, if they were rebooting the movie today, who would play George? Ooh. Who is the next... Who is the hottest, non-threateningest dude? Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> he is, like, actually non-threatening in real life, but is, like, a pretty threatening... Shannon Tatum. <laughs> Sh- Chan- yeah. Shannon Tatum's He's a good choice. The... People do like him. Oh no! Uh, the the uh, uh, Jurassic World dude. Oh Chris yeah, Pratt. Chris yeah. Pratt. He Chris is Pratt. super non-threatening. Yeah, he, that's and his hot. whole deal. The yeah. Rock, but he's all, like, and Chris that's also my answer to any other who should we cast in a lead role <laughs> question. <laughs> but like, you Chris, mean Mr. James Bond, The Rock? <laughs> See, I think The Rock would be a good like, thing. Uh-huh. Chris Pratt. I could do it. Actually, my honest answer is John Hamm. Oh, John Hamm, yeah. Okay. There's some long hair on the ham. Very yeah. handsome and also long hair on the ham. <laughs> <laughs> also the worst sandwich. A different um, movie. Yeah. Uh, like people like Chris Pratt though, it's interesting about like a uh, comparison like that is Chris Pratt is so associated with like being very snoky, which is something yeah. Brandon Fraser never was. Like yeah. he would be a little 100%. sassy, but he never had any like yeah. like underlining like nihilism. Like most big movie stars today, like Chris Evans, because he pulls off Captain America very well, that kind of like Onus Boy Scout thing. Like too many movie stars today have that kind of like I don't take anything seriously. Brendan Fraser was like there and like I'm, in I'm it. here Every, for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I meant. Uh, that's a good I'm point. Onus, that's a hoda. Okay, so uh, Jordan asked on on Facebook what my problem with Brendan Fraser is, which is not a game that everybody can play. But uh, how? What's your feelings on on this man? Because I can't stand him. I don't know what it is. He grind, he grinds me a little bit. On I his I stream. think he makes poor uh, casting. Just like where he's just sure, like, sure, he like he'll just checks. take he'll, he'll take like. Uh, I like a Dudley Do Right, for example, yeah, yeah, yeah. or a Monkey Bone, if you will. Or the George of the Looney Jungle. Tunes back in action. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's mostly what it was. Is that I just associate him with movies that aren't junky. Yeah. Uh, I don't ass- like associate him with brilliant acting, and so that I don't care for. Even if he's hot, and I that's not for me. He was rad in Encino Man. I, thought I, was, was, <laughs> yeah. I like. I haven't seen Encino Man since I was like eight. So I, I haven't either. It. But I feel I'm just gonna let that memory <laughs> stay where yeah, it is yeah. in my head. Let's not reevaluate. I like yeah, I like him from Encino Man, and I like the Mummy movies. Oh, Those were fun. Sucks. The worst movie called The Mummy, for sure. 
<laughs> I okay, so I really like. You ever see that piece of money? crap Boris Karloff? <laughs> <laughs> I've talked about this on the show before. Just to jog everybody's memory, the Boris Karloff mummy is so interesting, and here's why. Have you seen it? Oh, uh, I I don't even know if I have. Yeah, most people haven't. Here's why he's scary. The mummy in that movie is scary because he kills people with a gun. <laughs> That's what? his thing. He has a gun and he shoots somebody. That's why he's scary. That is scary. Yeah, I know. So the in the Boris Karloff mummy. He's reincarnated or whatever. He's driving away in our car. Yeah. <laughs> like the he, mummy. He crazy. pops up and instead of being like, oh, mummy, can't... what he does is he he shows up, puts on a hat. No one notices that he's a mummy. <laughs> Passes in Egyptian society for 10 years until he can raise the money and become a well-known uh, enough archaeologist to dig up the tomb that his girlfriend is buried in. No. So he can bring her back. Someone finds out he's a mummy. So he shoots that person. It's crazy. What? It is not the way we think of mummy movies Whoa. right now. It is so interesting. It's 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 a movie. That's crazy. And what? it was just because Universal was like, we're doing we're doing monsters, and then all of a sudden they found King Tut's tomb in real life, and yeah. they were like, we got to do a mummy. But mummies are inherently not scary. They're fragile. They're yeah. very dusty and dry. Yeah. They're like, Ugh, but not menacing. Yeah. And in the fucking Brendan Fraser mummy, the mummies who are decomposing, rotting corpses, barely preserved by keeping out moisture jog through water and then do backflip ninja shit. They are yep. so stupid. Yep. A mummy should be fragile and very you should emotionally lonely. <laughs> lonely. Yeah. They should have to have a gun to make a mistake somebody. and shoot a man. At a certain point you're are just we selling your book yourself? right now. <laughs> what? Are we selling your book right now? I mean this is why I was doing all yeah. this was for my book, but this is what I think of mummies. <laughs> when I was writing the mummy book, uh, which you buy at unwrapmyheart.com, I think you would find that I treated a mummy like an Did actual... you do a bunch of mummy research in general? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Is yeah. that where, I'm just wondering like that's where that came up. I did and I uh and then uh the Boris I watched the Boris Karloff one and I was like this doesn't make any fucking sense. I thought mummies were supposed to be scary until I watched that movie. I was like, "Oh, I guess yeah, they're fucking pathetic. I mean, if you touched one, it, we, that's I like the mummy idea with the Boris Karloff too because it's like they could be anywhere. Yeah, they could be among <laughs> us. They could be in the theater right now. Yeah, so that's what our <laughs> Boris Karloff made that movie, and lepers all over the world got the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're so strong. It's a mummy. He could have a gun. Yeah, uh, and I really liked the new one for reasons that we've talked about on the show. Uh, I liked the first of all, I liked the cruise missile, and second, I think he always hits. And then uh, also, one thing I loved about it was the mummy is creepy. But she's not a ninja, and what she does is she'll kiss you on the mouth and suck the life out of your body, mm-hmm. and that is what a mummy should do, is they should try to kiss you, and it's super creepy. This sounds like we're back in the male gaze, then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, no, but she killed, and what she does is when she kisses somebody, she sucks the life out of it, but it, she takes four. She's like, it only gets her one health bar, so she's still a mummy, but she'll like get some pieces of skin, and okay. then she kisses another dude, and she's got more skin. Oh, it's good. It's that's creepy. Right, yeah, that's you know the dark universe is still alive in I'm here, the, isn't I'm it, the Alex? the only person who yeah. desperately wants the dark universe to come to make it happen because I fucking love the mummy and I love monsters and I don't give a shit about comic books, but I love. I don't want superheroes, but monsters are so cool. The only scene I've seen from that movie is when uh, um, a Gladiator turns into Mr. Hyde. Which I also liked for I like various that. reasons. No, that made me sad that that movie yeah. uh, didn't do so well because I was like, I'd love to see a fucking Gladiator Mr. Hyde yeah. movie. Yeah, so the Gladiator is Mr. Hyde. One of the things I liked about his Jekyll and Hyde, 
Well, if the movie was called The Gladiator of Mr. Hyde, <laughs> I would totally fucking see that movie. If that's what we're talking Gladiator about. Gladiator and Mr. Hyde. What's great about that is he's ripping up the weed in the field at the end of the movie. He's like, ah. Neither, neither, like in Jekyll Hyde, it's like smart guy, aggressive guy. But if it's like Gladiator and Mr. Hyde, you're like, it's just always a bro, no matter what happens. He drinks a potion and is just a different bro. It's just a bro like on Red Bull and vodka. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'm crazy. I'm four locos. Um, so he, uh, uh, the other thing I like is that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, he knows he turns into Mr. Hyde, so he has a button under his desk that's like, oh shit, I'm hiding out, and then it like seals off the door so he doesn't go kill anybody. Hiding out would be a way that's, cool movie yeah. title, come on. I just nailed that. That's on the perfect. first try. Anyway, so no Jordan, uh, Brendan Fraser did not, uh, drunkenly hit on my wife at a party. I just think he's in some <laughs> shitty movies. Uh, I think he's Brendan Fraser's on the cusp of a comeback, and I'm excited about that. Uh-huh. There's yeah. that FX show that he that yeah he he's looks on that like. FX show. He's on the Affair on Showtime. I'm got like old, interesting looking, beaten down by life Brendan Fraser. I'm excited to see him showing up. There's a bloated him in a cowboy hat, and I think it's perfect. I'm intrigued. Yeah. He looks really great Ooh. like that. I I, uh, I waste a lot of time with my mummy ra- my mummy rant, but I got a couple of quick things I got to do before we finish up. Number uh, the next one is uh, Treasure asked us, uh, "How do you get the theme song out of your head?" I've been humming it for decades. Yeah, catchy. So now we've given it to you. We've given you the gift. And here's my theory. Here's how you get a song, annoying song stuck out of your head. It's the hoof and mouth disease of ears. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ear and mouth and hand and foot disease. Oh, that's scary. It's too many. That's too anyway, many pieces. Here's the here's the key. Get another more annoying song stuck in your head. Yeah. So if you have George the Jungle stuck in your head, Jordan, or Treasure, Treasure, uh, allow me to suggest somebody wants. <laughs> Go ahead. That, you're welcome. There you that's go. all you need. That's all you need. Also, I- you can find just a song that's repetitive as fuck that you do enjoy. Yeah. yeah, that's the smart way to do or it. Or you could I, just choose to like George the Jungle. Like you can try to do a switch on it. And then you're like, a, every time it happens, you're happy. I'm a big supporter in just doing so many drugs. You kind of just <laughs> stop all forward <laughs> cognition. You know, like I find, I find I can really get to a level in which there's like a couple options for you. Yeah, everything kind of just slows down and stops. Do, you know, I nice like heroin coma song, take care yeah, of that, that song issue. You that got. song tells you everything, like every single plot point. Yep. Friend, you and yeah. me, watch out for the tree. That's the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge dick. That's a weird. Yeah. That's in the <laughs> second verse. That's, that's yeah. It's in yeah. the lesser known. <laughs> it's like the Snow Spangled Banner. A lot of people don't talk about that second verse. Yeah. <laughs> George, George, George of the jungle, let that big dick swing. <laughs> uh, man, I'm trying to... Ah, oh, damn it. I'm trying to... I can't do it. I can't write songs fast enough. Anyway, something about his, his dick is a foot and three. Anyway. Nice. Um, nice. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Workshop that, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, for Lightning Bonus Round, uh, I want to play a new game. So uh, what is the most metal thing about George of the Jungle? The plane crash. It killed everybody except I, for this one baby, I, and he was I, missing. Anthony said everybody survived. Who who died in the plane crash? We, we talked about this. Everyone. I thought everyone died but George. He lives in the plane still. Like, it's part is of... Is that the, what happened? Yeah, that's part of his, his tree fort. What happened like, to the bodies? Just, they're still there. That's probably what he <laughs> ate. He <laughs> I'm just what I'm Ape cooked him up real nice. Yeah, He's a chef. That's how he got to be such a good chef. Uh, yeah, the plane t- crash is pretty metal. He had a recipe book to serve man. <laughs> uh, I think one of the most metal things is uh, uh, pl- having a, a lion friend that you stage a fight with because the stakes are very high. In a fake fight with a lion, just a one slightly wrong 
slashed your face off. Mm-hmm. This is a I, fucked up play fight. I would say being captured in a cage and still getting the drop on the people oh, who yeah. put you in a cage That's is pretty true. metal. That's pretty that awesome. was metal yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty rad. I don't know if metal... Like, you said it's just what the most people died from? Then well, yeah, plane no, crash for well, sure. Metal's like metal's just like a kind of a horror genre of music. Well, yeah. actually... <laughs> basically. Actually, oh, I guess now oh. that I think about it, being uh, wrongfully imprisoned in like a jungle jail and then rising up the ranks to like Warlord yeah. is pretty fucking metal. No kidding. Yeah, I guess that's... We yeah. don't give Lyle any credit for yeah. that. He was in jail yep. and he comes back cult leader from a different country. Yeah. You're right. Lyle. Not yeah. two weeks? And he had Nazis. Yeah, he, yeah. So he, he brought found some Nazis, Nazis with him. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty metal. That yeah. was pretty metal. What's the, yeah. I guess maybe the... I don't know, a forced ape marriage is pretty fucking metal, <laughs> yeah. too. I mean, I forced ape metal, that happened a lot in Norway in the 90s, so that's very, very metal. Forced ape marriage. Uh, I, that was an actually, that was an album by Venom. I think yeah. Venom had an album called Forced Ape Marriage. It wasn't, what's what I love about the ape marriage is he's just like, uh, in the dark, Finishes the ceremony with whoever's oh, there. And then he's like, time to look at my bride. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then it's a monkey. Also, at that point, there's no law, there's no court in the world that's going to force you to continue that marriage. That well, is clearly an the, accidental the, what, marriage. I mean, like, you the know, 90s were a different time. I think time, it's going to have Alex. that Air Bud, but it's going to have that yeah. Air Bud ruling. <laughs> it's like, nothing says it has to be. A, an <laughs> ape can't be again. your wife. <laughs> Well, also, I mean, a captain they, can marry you actually, on a ship. They were on a boat. That's like yeah, a double binding true. marriage. And, and did true. they like consummate the marriage? That's a huge part of it. It's no, way easier oh, to get right. it annulled. It hasn't been consummated. But that they did actually. I mean, to the extent this movie was willing to go this far, it, the ape looked like he was going to consummate it, yeah. whether or not. Yeah, Lyle I mean, was into that. Yeah, like. Man on male ape was very big in the 90s. Ace Ventura 2 and oh, the yeah. same as that way. Trading places as a guy getting sexually assaulted by a gorilla at the end of no it. No kidding. Happened a lot back then. We used to think that was real funny. They yeah. were less... Have we just added safety precautions to our gorillas? How did we get away from this? No, I think we just played that joke out. I think <laughs> sure. we just did that joke. It's also, been shame on the meat buddies for having you watch all these movies and not Ace Ventura 2. Uh, man, it's funny because we've talked about Ace Ventura 1 and how fucked up the ending is multiple times on yeah. the show now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, about the transphobic ending to that movie. Yeah. And uh, Anthony's theory that the dolphin should have just been really into it. Uh, I can't remember what episode you dis- told that uh, on. That'd be uh, funny. It's probably too recent to revisit. We'll come back. But They should um, recut that. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, it? hey, all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I hit that with the cigarette in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, or it doesn't phase him. Yeah. Would actually yeah. be the most like you'd be like, yeah, yeah so what? That was, yeah. was a hot kiss. You guys, you get you floored a cop, so I thought you'd be more open minded uh, about I gender binary. I gave her an erection. Hello, <laughs> I uh, still got it. I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, Ace Ventura Two would have been a good jungle movie. Oh, by the way, my most metal thing about this movie, yeah, Gunlighter. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not only a gun, gun lighter, lighter is pretty, <laughs> but it's a gun. It's a gun lighter that is the same model of gun as the gun. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> that guy's living on the edge. I love that you're like you would never in your mind even once you're like I wonder if that's gonna cause a mix up <laughs> later. <laughs> this can't be a problem. We'll just carry this around. I oh, the reason I said it that way in the summary that he like it was a hilarious mix up when he shoots George because he goes to jail, but. He genuinely thought he was lighting a cigar. Yeah. Like, he thought that was not a gun. No, it wasn't lighting a cigar. He thought he was threatening him with just a lighter. Yes, yes, yes. He th- In which case, though, why would you pull yes, the trigger? Yes, pull the trigger. The game's over. <laughs> a little flame pops out. Like, you're clearly not holding the gun. You just got to yell, bang. Yeah. <laughs> bang! 
You know, I mean, that the thing about holding a gun, right, is you think your finger pulls the trigger, but the trigger really pulls your finger, uh, man. Oh, yeah. Because people don't kill people. It's the triggers. Yeah. It pulls you toward jail. Maybe yeah. that's, that's, that's why they that's why they tri- teach you trigger discipline in any real kind of gun for school for guns. Leave you it know, on the side. yeah, leave it on the side. You don't put your finger in there. Maybe what the movie's finger. Maybe what the movie's really about is like uh, Lyle sends his wife out to the jungle on a go find yourself trip, mm-hmm. knowing that he's gonna bring his poacher buddies out there so they can find this great white ape that he knows is a human being. This whole movie is about Lyle as a rich person trying to hunt a man. Oh, ah. the most dangerous game. That's mm-hmm. metal. Yeah, it's that pretty metal. metal. Yeah, <laughs> hunting metal. humans for sport. Metal as fuck. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, that's Lightning Bonus. If you have a game or a question you want to include, go to readershoot.com slash next, and you can send us your questions and comments, uh, and we will uh, include as many of them as we possibly can. Now it's time for the minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order of the way we started, so I have to go first. Um, uh, oh, speaking of her going on this adventure to find herself, here's something I love. Ursula doesn't sweat at all the entire time <laughs> she's in the jungle. Not a drop. So some people might say... It's an air-conditioned set. Some people might say that. (laughs) Other people might say she grew up in San Francisco and is not suited to live in the jungle with George at the end of their marriage, which they choose to do. I would say she is genetically perfectly adapted to a jungle as a person who doesn't get particularly hot. Does the jungle smell like hot pee? Because that's how San Francisco smells. I don't know if you've ever been. Uh, I have. Yeah, it does. It does like rich casket aged pee. You wouldn't believe <laughs> the varietals of of hot bum pee there this is. This is the good and thing about Portland is that most downtowns smell like pee, and it rains enough here yeah. that it doesn't. That's the pr- the summer is when the pee smell comes back. But mm-hmm. uh, we're good it's, at it's real good. But yeah, the jungle. I you know probably it does. All the animals just pee that's anywhere. Right. It's just animal pee, and it's hot. It's just the animal pee, the jungle. Anyway, she's perfectly suited because she does not sweat. Good for her. Uh, Noriko, oh, minor comment. I was going to say, I love I love a good animated intro to a movie. Yeah. I, I love it every time. We've talked about this before, too. I think it's also nice having a song that explains the plot. It really simplifies too. getting into it later. You're yeah. like, I'm already on board. Yeah. I see where you're going with this. I love that. But I, any, I think anytime there's been a movie and they do an animated opening thing, I'm just like, this is a great. Yeah. I, yeah. I love this. Yeah, it actually made me think the movie wasn't going to suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it also was perfect, like, as since we know it's based on a cartoon they're like look they won't buy it if there's not at least a little bit of hand-drawn animation let's ease them in let's give them a little bit of drawing yeah it was perfect adam minor compliment um i like an allegory for interracial dating involving two white people (laughs) (laughs) see we didn't have the female gays represented but we were able to at least talk about briefly about the racial elements of tarzan yeah Uh, i mean spots and stripes baby (laughs) spots and stripes Fuck. This is basically the story about my dad met my mom. To be honest with you, yeah, this is this is just my life on the screen. I never saw my family reflected on. You know, I think it's way closer to how my dad met my mom. Actually, if we're gonna look at the climate, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think our listeners know enough about how your parents met to either of you to get two half rounds on the mic. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I never knew my dad, so it could be a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Man. know. What I like, which about would explain why she didn't tell me. <laughs> Just look, don't worry about it. Look, okay, we were on a rowboat. We went into a cave. I thought it was a man. <laughs> On that other seat, but legally binding. Who'd have yeah. thought? I was using my cult marriage authority. Yeah. Uh, uh, Anthony, close us out. What's your last nice thing you're going to say about George of the Jungle? Uh, I had a very similar compliment. I believe to pred- on Predator. 
which is, uh, you know, I had seen Predator a lot, so I knew all the memes that were coming up because that movie's been gifted so much and stuff like that. And there's a gif in this movie, a uh, gif from this movie when the, the tour guys were like, now we throw a head back and laugh, and they laugh. Like, I've seen yeah, that yeah, on yeah, the yeah. internet for years. And very early on in the movie, when those characters showed up, I was like, I know those actors from oh, something. Nice. Oh, what are they from? Cool. Like I just I recognize that. And then, famous. And then I like I was like the outfit. I was like even in the outfit, like I recognized that. And I was like, this is where that gif is from. Yeah. And I was like sitting there the whole time, like when's it coming? When's it coming? And it finally showed up, and I was like, psyched. Yeah, I was like, this is it. I don't it, know. It, that was awesome. It, I was yeah, excited. That, your that's, life. That's cool. That yeah. is cool. And if your life was in a movie like this, when that happens, and you're like, "Yeah, it happened," there should be like like uh, prizes yeah. and balloons and horns and stuff. I mean, it's you the, deserve it. Ta-da. It's the dumbest thing to be psyched about. But I just it, meant, it was just like in a movie in a desert in which I was just begging for any water. Yeah. That one thing in this movie was like, I have that to look for. A little to. moment of joy. I like. Yeah. yeah, I liked. And if it was like if I was watching a movie and all of a sudden like that Goosebumps girl showed up yeah. and then and then I was like, wait, I recognize her. And then she's like holding Goosebumps. And like, yeah, I think my I, I think you said something very similar on Predator with uh, Get to the Chopper. Yeah, you yeah, said yeah, something yes, yes. like that early on, and you were like, "Is this what Get to the Chopper is from? Yeah. Is he going to say that in this movie?" Oh, that was the Predator thing. I yeah, thought yeah. Predator. I thought the thing you were talking about for Predator was when he was like Merce Perturters. <laughs> <laughs> That classic catchphrase of Predator, <laughs> Merce Perturters. When he's holding him and he's yeah. making the Merce Perturters, Irma Gerd. Perfect, perfect, perfect Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Yeah. Gert these Merce Perturters to the chirper. I can't do it. I'm so oh, yeah, but it's like exactly Irma Gerd, Gersperms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Her, but potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, that is our uh, GOTG episode. We're going to be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about World War Z, the book. We're going to read the book, World War Z, and then the following week, which is good, apparently, and then the following week, we're going to watch World War Z, the movie, which is not good. I, I saw World War Z. Did you like it? It was all right. Oh. It's okay. People it's okay. apparently don't like it. I do like, uh, I do like the Pittman. I'm excited to see Mr. Yeah. Pitt. Uh, but... Uh, Apparently, uh, this movie's not great. I haven't seen it yet. I, it's got fun, climby zombies. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's, there's, the zomb- there's the all I know about I like. it is the, yeah. the zombies climb on top of each other uh, like crabs. <laughs> That's how crabs move. They just like, they don't give a fuck who's in front. They just climb on each other. Yeah. Yep. It's great. Yeah. They're like crabs in a bucket. That's yeah. what they do. You're saying that like I was being racist, but I was just talking about zombies. No, I'm just leaving it out there so so, <laughs> so you can think I mean it that way. <laughs> just that tone. I'm going to take back anything I've said. <laughs> very strong. Uh, so what happened was uh, uh, our previous sponsor... Oh, so uh, this is brought, sponsored by Super Sponsor Alexis from New York City, who uh, donated the show a little while back, became Meat Buddy, and we gave him a pep talk, and we misgendered him the whole time. Uh, because we made a guess about Alexis that was incorrect, and we were very sorry. But he was so not mad. That was back in episode 430. He was so not mad that he offered to donate way too much if we would read this book and then watch the movie back-to-back. And um, we had a lively debate behind the scenes uh, about uh, whether... like, So we want lots of people to be able to sponsor episodes, and Ezra especially didn't want people paying to skip the line. And I 
would love people to pay to skip the line. Yeah, I, there wasn't any debate on my app. We with made the, up just, the line. Yeah. It's a bullshit line, and I feel like Have somebody... Have never been done karaoke before? That's yeah. Exactly, yeah, exactly right. Or, uh, yeah, uh, any number of things. You, that's the whole thing. You tip to skip lines. Yeah, Every my, person in the line just didn't pay enough. My palms are squeaky. Yeah. They need a little bit of oil in them. we got to grease these palms. I also... <laughs> fast pass. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They, exactly, that's right. So Alexis got a fast pass for a sponsorship. And this is exactly... I mean, I think... This is exactly the kind of chaotic yeah. bullshit that we were that this show believes in. We just did a month of jungle themed movies because someone came up with the portmanteau jungle. That's how we work. Like, yeah. of course, you could pay us to watch something that's ha- like two episodes where half of them are good. Anyway, so we're doing it. We use jungle for free. Imagine yes. what we do for money. <laughs> and, just imagine. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> add not a small amount of money. So Alexis is doing. Either doing so well yeah. that this is an, this does not matter to him the way it does to us, or Alexis has had very for, poor financial advice. Yeah, uh, how do you think it got this AC unit I was talking about yeah, earlier? This is <laughs> you paid for us to be in a cool studio before. Uh, and anyway, we really appreciate it. So thanks, Alexis. Um, oh, also, this is what Ezra was going to be on the show. I was going to point this out to him, which is that someone paid me to eat two pounds of Jelly Bellies back on episode 197. You can pay us to do weird shit. Of course, I'll read a good book. What does two pounds of Jelly Bellies look like? You let me describe Half what a, a pound of weed describes look like yeah. earlier today. So I'm I need to it's like this. It's like it's like four thousand calories. Jeez. It was a lot. I felt terrible. You ate the whole yeah. thing in one sitting? It was a no. I, it was a four pound jar. I only got through two pounds, oh, but okay. in in over the course of an episode, over the course of oh, like wow. two hours, it oh, was wow. bad. Yeah, and there's a reason I don't do that anymore. And both your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for now, for now, yeah, it was bad, uh, and uh, that was having to do with the thing having to do with our uh, Amazon, which is where you can go buy. Still, you can buy four pounds of Jelly Bellies on Amazon for a very reasonable price, uh, just twenty nine dollars for a bag. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what we do. We do dumb shit for money. Anyway, that's all. So uh, if you want to become a sponsor, uh, sign up on our mailing list, or you can help vote in episodes. We're going to read it slash Meat Buddies. Thanks for being here at Anthony Lopez Part Two. Always a pleasure. At Noriko Ott. Yeah. And your show, What's More Metal? Where What's you more talk metal? about people dying. Well, it's, yes. What else are you going to do with it? It's history. <laughs> like, might <laughs> yeah. as well be like, that's messed up. Yeah. History <laughs> is full of people dying. Yeah, it's kind of what it, happens it's there. It's this main yeah. thing. <laughs> so, uh, like, <laughs> but yeah, turns out, little unknown fact about history, every single person in it has died. Yeah, it's kind of or is about, going to die. Or will it? Well, you don't know the process. Uh, we did we most metal. Hope. We did the most metal car chase and car chase movie mm-hmm. or car chase in a movie. And looking at most metal car chase was really fun. Actually, it was a lot of yeah, really yeah, fun YouTube good. videos. Were they like real car chases? Yeah, we did real car chases then then scenes in a movie. I'm uh, gonna listen to that episode. Yeah, it's really good. Do you, you have link description in your descriptions? <laughs> that I gonna watch some of these. We uh, get we yourself did an intern. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. We need to. Uh, I man, what's the did you include the tank in Fast and Furious Seven? We didn't. We didn't include that. Uh, well, or six? Well, which, one, oh, okay. which one was the there tank? Was a real, there was a real tank that went loose in. Oh in yes, LA, yeah. But that wasn't really a car chase because it was more of a, uh, it's more of like a thing on the loose. Which yeah. is like, <laughs> a totally different it's, show. It's What's more the of most like metal thing on the loose. It's more different like category. that boulder from Indiana Jones could steer. We're like, yeah, yeah it's not really the same. <laughs> like <laughs> Killdozer. Exactly. Well, yeah, it, it, that was exactly one we ch- chose not to yeah. use. Was Killdozer. Well, yeah, check out no what's more. 
Metal and at Adam Posse. Yeah. Thanks for being here, my friend. We've been. Uh, this is your debut, right? This is your first episode. Yes, yeah, my first. Trying time. to get you for a long time. Thanks well, thanks for, for finally me. doing it. Uh, that's it for us. We'll be back everybody next week. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.